confession with me. Father, as we hear this kingdom word today, we combine our faith with this word. Our ability to believe has increased. That which you have promised is released into our lives. We will never come up short. We have faith in your word. No good thing shall be withheld from us. Amen, amen, and amen. Now let's jump into some scripture real quickly here out of the book of Luke chapter 2. We've been talking about honor. We started out talking about honor on Father's Day. Apostle Acklin came through and preached a strategic word on honor. Uh, we'll have more people coming through that, uh, that are my brothers. We share the same DNA. Uh, some is going to help to set us in a place because uh, we're very valuable. And after we read this scripture, I'll help to, uh, you to understand how valuable we are. In the book of Luke chapter 2, I'll start reading in verse 46. Luke chapter 2, verse 46. Luke chapter 2. Verse 46. Verse 46 reads this way. <sighs> now so it was that after three days, talking about Jesus has gotten lost, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were, were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, why do you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then he went down, listen to this, then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and men. Father, we bless you. We honor you. For all that you are and all that you're calling us to be. Father, not only have we walked through some extremely difficult times, the existence of your sons and your daughters is a sign of the call on their lives. And Father, we thank you that in these moments, as I handle your word, and I increase in greater and greater anointings and greater and greater wisdom and insight concerning your word. I am humbled that you've chosen me for such a time as this. And I will not squander it nor misuse it. But the people will capitalize off of what you placed in me. Increase it even more and more. In the name of Jesus, our King, we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I want to thank all the kings that showed up for the work day on Thursday. 
We had two time slots by the by the time the 6:30 guys got here, or even the six o'clock guys got here. Uh, the work was pretty much done, but it was more about the fellowship than the work. Uh, I never want to work anybody really hard because uh, I know what that's like. And uh, there's no hard work around this church when you have unity. So when you have a number of people who come like the men showed up, nothing was hard. It was easy. Hard work is when you work alone. Hard work is when you work alone. So thank you so much. And uh, ladies, I don't have a special message for you today uh, for not having a wow meeting tonight. But uh, I am working on some things. Hopefully, uh, later this year, we can have a, we, a, a really wow conference. Yeah. Yeah. Just a crazy wall of women. So that's in my heart before 2021 is over. Uh, they're going to need the fire department here. So I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. Uh, my message, honor increases wisdom and favor. Honor increases wisdom and favor. I want to talk you through these things because uh, <clears throat> a gentleman told me just the other day, he said, um, if you all were able to see yourselves from the outside, you would know how incredible it is what's happening with you. I, I noticed even years ago, I was around a group of people that their church was really doing well. The ministry was really doing well, but they didn't know how well the ministry was doing because they were so engraved internally that they couldn't see an outside perspective of what was going on. Well, all of us have been under a microscope if we've been functioning during this pandemic and either, even prior to. Uh, and there's a tendency for the wrong people to try to grade you who don't have sufficient information. And you have to be careful about those kind of people because you have to have all the information to give us a good grade or anybody a good grade. Some of my educators, you know more about that. But you, you have a tendency uh, to be around people who, who, who don't grade well. So he said, you're, you're doing extremely well. Uh, we'll open up another campus on the 25th of this month in Brent, Alabama. With Pastor Sales and Lady Felicia Sales. Uh, we're not begging anybody for money. And as you can tell, the air is on. Now, whether you know it or not, this is not like your house, a two or $300 light bill, power bill. It's not like that. It, it takes money to keep you cool and keep you warm. Some of y'all say, well, it's too cool in there. Well, you know, it's easy to walk outside and get warm really fast. So, uh, we're going to have you help you to look at it from a different perspective. Because if the doors are still open, whether it be a business 
or a church, you have done really well. You have done really well. And that is deserving of honor. In the portions of scripture that, that Jesus uh, is defined as a 12-year-old boy and he goes and he gets lost while his family is journeying and they can't find him and they're three days away and when they come back and find him, he's in the midst of teachers. He's teaching them and then he's answering questions and when they arrive back, they're, they're astonished by what they, what they see. But there's something about Jesus that really caught my attention. And I'm not trying to appeal to everyone. Some people are determined they're going to get left. They're determined they're going to miss out on things. They're just bent on doing things in a way that's not productive. I'm just not like that. And I never will be like that. So we, we find that the Bible says that Jesus became subject to them. This is Jesus, God's son, the one who died for our sins. There is no such thing as righteousness without Jesus. You can be religious, but you can't be righteous without Jesus. You can be good and pleasant with other people, but you're not righteous without Jesus. So it takes Jesus Christ to make us righteous. If that is not, uh, he is not the door, we're just a good person. And the end of eternity won't be very good for us. Stay with me. So he became subject to Joseph, who is not his biological father. He becomes subject to Mary, who is his mother. Subject is a person or thing that is under the control or influence of another. So he becomes subject, Jesus, the one who is about his father's business, becomes subject. Subject is a person or a thing that is under the control or influence of another. Let me tell you why we're having open worship today, in-person worship. Because the one I am subject to is having in-person worship today. It wasn't hard to decide once the person I am subject to responded, then therefore I also responded. But I was not going to respond until what I am subject to gave a response. There's no control. It's called influence. I didn't get a text message. I didn't get a phone call. I didn't get an email. I just done my research. So Jesus is now in a place where he's functioning but now he has to subject himself to someone in this case who has less wisdom than he does. I'm going to walk you through three things. Because I believe God wants to take you somewhere. Greater than your mama and your pappy has been. 
I believe God wants to do something with you that will blow the generations before you. Just absolutely blow their mind. I believe God wants to do something with you that those who came before you said, I can't instruct you anymore. I've never been where you are. I have no knowledge of where you are right now. So I can't give you the instructions that I would normally give. I had an individual years ago. He was an apostle. I was still under a title of a pastor. And uh, he was helping me navigate years and years ago. And uh, he said, once your church grew beyond 500 people, I could no longer instruct you. Because I had only pastored 500. So when you grew beyond the 500, I had no wisdom to help you to navigate. He said, you need to look for somebody else. Now, in your world today, they'll try to tell you and have no experience. So you have to be careful about that. So now I'm going to walk you through. Tracy, you can play a little bit for me. Or for them. You put me in an ice box, I'll still preach until all the ice freezes. <sighs> number one, number one, stay with me, number one. See Jesus as an example of how to honor and not just your savior. See Jesus as an example of how to honor and not just your savior. What you're seeing at 12 years old, a young man who knows his father's business and then becomes subject to his stepfather and mother. Nobody never preached it because you have to humble yourself to hear it. You can't bow, you can't receive revelation. So, in the scriptures, put it back up there just for a moment. In the scriptures, see Jesus as an example. He can't just be your savior. He has to be an example. Or you're going to miss out on the opportunity to honor. Which means you're going to miss out on the opportunity to receive great levels of wisdom and the favor of God on your life. So Jesus, who is the son of God, he is the example of how to honor and not just be saved. I know I'm saved, but do I know how to honor? Do I know how to take my life to the next dimension? Because saved doesn't take me there. Saved just helps me eternally. But in this life where the kingdom is available for us all, in order for me to climb the steps of the ladder into the best life that God has for me, I have to know more than being saved. I got to know honor. I got to know honor. So Jesus as an example Embodying Jesus Christ until he is seen in the way that we love, live, and lead. He has to become a model because there's so much greatness in you 
and you have limited models. So the 500 pastor that pastored 500, he said, I, I cannot at this point be a good model to you. This is what he said. I cannot be a good model to take you to the places that I see that God has called you to go. Now, there, there are so many people that would not be like that particular man that spoke to me that day. He wasn't my pastor. He was just a good friend. But we need a model so we don't waste our lives. I am, I'm, I'm 54 years old. I'm 54 years old. If this church didn't grow another inch, I'd be well. If nothing else changed, if the income didn't change, if the membership didn't change, it would not negatively impact myself and Lady Davis at all, at all. But what we have to understand that, that God set some things in place so that we would continue to thrive. I am not going to breathe my last breath and be stuck in a day that God had already paved the way to bring me up out of. Don't you dare stall your next generation. So Jesus is this example at 12 years old. No, Joseph, I know you're not my biological father. I know it now. I, I'm about my father's business. I know it now. But I am going to be subject to you. Why? Because there's something else that God wants to release in my life that cannot be released unless I honor. Now, now, let me ask you a question. What, what dream do you have that you're not even close to? What, what, what dream do you have that's deflated and you don't have enough heat to make it rise? Number two, number two, number two, number two. Prioritize honor even after your audience is astonished at your performance. Prioritize honor even after your audience is astonished at your performance. They're astonished at the performance of Jesus Christ at 12. He's not 30. 12. They're astonished. They're astounded. These people, oh my God, what is this on this little boy? But instead of getting caught up in the audience, that's what every minister of the gospel needs to learn because the same people who applaud for you are the same people who will say, kill you crucify you so you don't get caught up in the astonishment of your audience you should still prioritize honor after you've done something great 
You have no clue what I have accomplished and what I'm doing right now. I got a, I got a, I'm working on an international project trying to bring a ministry from another country into this country. I'm making connections and I'm, I, I am, you know, communicating on levels that go beyond just this. And I have some things pretty much set where the visas and the, and the passports and everything that's needed is now moving toward that place where that location from another country will exist in this country. I have several other major projects that I'm working on that, that have nothing. Because if you, if you minimize me into this little old church arena where there's only praise and worship announcements and a little preaching and teaching, you missed it all together. You totally missed it. Because honor brings me beyond grabbing a mic preaching on Wednesday and Sunday. What is it in you that's greater than the arena that people only see you in? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I'm just talking to some people that's got a dream. I'm, I'm not talking to people that's more caught up in your nightmare than you are in your dream. I'm talking to some people that know something on the inside of you says that there's something greater that, that God wants to pull out of you. And, and you see, you, you never will bamboozle your enemy unless that greater part of you come out of you. I got, see, let me, let me, let me tell you. I got a whole lot of critics that I'm not trying to prove anything to. I'm just going to honor until they can't say anything else. Now, now, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. Now, I don't get caught up in my, in my performance. And I never prioritize my performance above honor. Now, I practiced this several times, Sasha, and, and, and it seems to be consistent to me that if I keep honoring, I'll keep getting into rooms that others thought they qualified for, but never got a seat at the table. Okay, all right. But it's, it's more about honor because I am gifted, I am strong, I am vibrant, there, but there's coming a day that my pace will slow down just a little bit. And, and, and because I am human, some of my brain cells may not be as effective as they are right now. So what I have to do is make sure I maximize the moments that I'm in through honoring the proper people so that when my time is up, I'm sitting where I should sit or not trying to get somewhere that I should have been 10 years ago. Okay. Nothing's more disturbing to me than seeing an old man trying to recapture an old day. I'd rather say if I was an athlete, I'd rather say I played and retired than to say I hoped I would. There's too many of us that had it but didn't know how to steward it. Therefore, we are the water boy instead of the quarterback. I'm coming, I'm coming right down your road. 
It's not that you don't have the ability. It's not that you don't have the skill. The problem is this. You don't know how to honor. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So you, you prioritize honor. It's not about how I look before you. It's about how I make you feel when I am in your presence. All right. All right. Okay. All right. This is just for people who are going somewhere. This is not, this is not for, for people who talk. Because there's a lot of people who, who talk a good game, but never get in the game. We used to take uh, Sasha and Amber and April, and uh, when we were living in a mobile home, we would drive them through neighborhoods. We don't drive them through anymore. <laughs> nah, nah. Myself and Lady Davis, we don't spend the weekend driving around looking at houses. We just go home. <laughs> I think you missed that. I said, we don't drive around looking at neighborhoods anymore. We just go home. I'm going to say it one more time. We, we don't drive around looking at neighborhoods anymore. We just go home. What, what happened? We, we prioritize honor. I'm not going to stay in the third grade all my life, Tim. I'm not going to be this, this gifted and still be in kindergarten. I'm not going to have this type of revelation and insight of the word and still teach 10 people. You know something? I never taught a Sunday school class. While they were trying to become a teacher of a Sunday school class, I was trying to learn how to honor the senior pastor. I ain't never been a deacon. I ain't never been a deacon. I, only thing I know about deacon is what I studied because I ain't never saw a, a clear, discreet example of what a deacon is biblically. So I've never been a deacon. I've never been an elder. I've never been ordained as an elder. I've never been ordained as a deacon. I honored until I skipped over it. <laughs> what, what is it that God wants to make you out of that you refuse to honor so you have to settle in a place? So let them keep deacon. I'm going to keep honoring. Okay. All right. Y'all okay. Y'all okay. Yeah, man, you deserve to be a deacon. Philip, 
You're going to evangelize Samaria. And all you want to do is line up with all those other failures who did not honor. So they did not touch a region. Number three, number three, number three, number three. Did I learn honor in my household? Absolutely not. Did I learn honor being around my dad? No. Did my dad deserve honor from me? No. Did I give it to him? Yes. I turned him into a father. Let me say that again. I turned my dad into a father with honor. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. He expected from me what he got from the other siblings. But what I done, I said, I'm anointed to honor. You just told me what I didn't want to hear. But I'll be back next week to honor you. I think y'all missed that. I said, you just told me. I'm talking about my dad told me what I didn't want to hear but instead of staying away I'm going to come look at you and smile I'm going to continue to honor you you didn't claim me but I'm going to claim you alright 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 <laughs> yeah He, he used to always tell me, he said, and you know, once, once the relationship was, was solid and, it, and I was, I determined that he said, he always said, I want you, I want you to have this property. I want you to have this property. Well, I am, I'm about a week and a half away from having that property. Now he because I honored him, he wanted to release something to me. And this is the fact of the matter. I didn't want it. Sasha knew I didn't want it. Lady Davis knew I didn't want it. But the Lord said, I want to start something at this portion of your life. I need you to go redeem the property. Because that's honorable. I said, I got you. I got you. My thinking was this. Stay with me. Stay with me. My thinking was this. You're trying to get me over into a place to where if I redeem that property, what other property are you going to want me to redeem? <laughs> what does the devil have? Satan has. That in this season of your life, if you will honor, you can go and take it back. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You don't have to be jealous of me. Ain't no telling what you're going to see me drive up in because I ain't going to hide it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now what brings it about in your life. 
I'm telling you right now what works. So I, I am not going to hide anything. And it, it doesn't matter if you're jealous. You just won't get what I have. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care if you go in a place. I'm going to behave myself, Lady Davis. I know you knew you did something. With I, I don't care if you go cultural on me. Talk about me all around this city. I'm still going to roll. I'm still going to roll. And every time, every time I drive by, hopefully there's not a mud hole next to me. Because mud's going to be all in the faces of people that doesn't understand honor. Now, now, yo, excuse me, I was nice, I was nice, I was nice. Thank you, Lady Davis. This season of honor is going to shut your critics up. This season of honor is going to shut your enemies down completely. I sense the anointing. Andoroboko shoto rameke babat sondorabaki so. Nyeroboko shandarabababakasa. You could never have my church. I honored to get it. <laughs> have to do what I've done to take what I have. All right, all right. Number three, number three, number three. You have not seen the magnitude of the presence of God that's going to rest on my life because of honor. I, I enjoyed myself with uh, Pastor Gary. And Lady Tyree on last Sunday evening, uh, they created a room for me, Tim. You seen it on social media? Yeah. yeah. That's the real stuff, man. That's the stuff. They, they created me a room. I turned their entire family towards honoring them yesterday on last Sunday. See, there's no way that you can release that without an apostolic voice coming in and penetrating the hearts of those who share the same DNA with you. And all of a sudden now, they got to figure out how they're going to honor you because you honored. There was a conversation that went on after, after the service was over and all the family was gathered around. The family said, okay, we got to change something. Which meant we got to honor our family member for the status and the rank that they hold in Tuscaloosa. Woo. Number three, number, number, number three, number three, number three. Number three. Y'all good? Before I go to number three, can I say something? Okay. Um, so when I was studying and uh, going back over my notes this morning, I said, Lord, what is it to strip someone of honor? 
You can only strip someone of honor when they have been in a violation or committed a crime. That's the only right that you ever have to dishonor. If they have not committed a violation, they have not committed a crime worthy of stripping them, you should honor them. You should honor them. You should honor them. Number three, number three, number three. Don't be on social media so much that you become eased in operating in dishonor. The next level of favor is directly attached to the principle of honor. The next level of favor is directly attached to the principle of honor. I don't need money. I need favor. <laughs> Let me tell you how, how we, we built this ministry. That's almost five locations now. Let me tell you. Not, not, not that we were going after anything. We built this by lining up ourselves to honor. If they were doing something that conflicted with the time that we were doing something, we shut it down. And we attended theirs. That's honor. That's honor. So God started blessing us with the finances and blessing us with people and buildings, not because we were trying. The hardest part of what I do is to stop dishonor from moving in and throughout the congregants. If you, if you are a business owner, your hardest task is going to be keeping dishonor out of the fiber of your organization. Stay with me. If I be what I know I am, the next level of favor, which is greater than any level of favor that you have experienced in your lifetime, this next level of favor that's coming into your life it's going to trump everything that your life has experienced over the last three decades. While you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay for it, favor says it's going to be released and all you have to do is sign the documents. I don't, I don't think you understand. I don't, I don't think you understand. I am not asking you to miss a day of work. I am, I am not asking you to, to, to call off when we're having a church service. No, 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 no. What I'm asking you to do 
is to allow the principle of honor that God released into this earth to every kingdom citizen, not every church member, to every kingdom citizen, to let that thing catapult you to you to where you have to go back to school to learn how to operate in that particular level of honor. From the north, south, east, and west, the spirit of honor will release a fiber of favor that rests upon the lives of God's people that endures every level of warfare. Honor is killing the power of witchcraft over your life right now. I said honor is killing the power of witchcraft over your life right now. Honor is saying to that curse, be broken now. You're in the greatest season of honor of your entire life. On the tail end of a pandemic, when it's most difficult to bring your thought pattern and your emotions into the line of honor. But there is a power on me today to line you up with honor and watch God not just show up, but God shall show out in your life. Not a, it's not a chill bump. It's called honor. It's when the glory of God shows up in the midst of his people because they have discerned correctly that this is a season of honor which brings I have the wisdom to usher me into the most favorable moment of my life. Hear me, people of God. If you hear me, you haven't missed it. If you hear me, physically hear me today, this is the beginning of the greatest moments of your life. These are the long-awaited moments that God's sons and daughters have longed for. To where now Father interacts with his sons and his daughters.
He's saying it wasn't about them. You honored them to get to me. He said you honored them to get to me. They taught you honor. Now embrace your father. Jesus didn't read it, but he did create an example of it. Honor your father and your mother. And the Bible said, this Jesus, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. The whole time, his mother's not understanding everything. But now, she keeps this thing in her heart. Real senior leaders will never overlook the giftings, but they will never look overlook honor. In Exodus 20 and verse 12, it says to honor your father and your mother. Jesus, with all the wisdom, didn't argue in his mind. And everything that says, I'm smarter, I'm more gifted, he cast it down. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, Jesus took hold of it. He said, the prince of this world cometh, but he finds none of himself in me. He said, there is no spirit of dishonor in me, and I will not miss my destiny because of dishonor. Hallelujah. I'm going to let you practice. I'm going to let you practice with a flawed mother and father. I'm going to let you practice with an absentee father. I'm going to let you practice with a mother who doesn't know how to run the household and keep everything operating accordingly. I'm going to let you practice. I'm going to let you practice. I'm going to give you a flawed boss, a flawed pastor. I'm going to see if you're going to honor. Because if you honored, I'm going to give you a life that you never seen. You didn't grow up with it. You didn't experience. None of your family members could ever compare to the life that I will give you based on the honor that I'm asking you to release now. Why be a millionaire and still struggle with hundreds of dollars? I'm teaching Sasha honor. Honor Sasha. It's the key. You're great on the drums. You're a beautiful girl, but it gets you nowhere without honor. In the presence of my senior leaders, I become like a little boy. I 
I'll never be the bold, courageous person that I am on this pulpit until they release me and say, be who God called you to be. Other than that, I'm a son servant. Which means my gift and said, I can produce what you need, but I'll do it the way you asked me to do it because I'm son servant. Why yeah. go to a bakery for a nice wedding cake and they can't even do a cupcake? Have they done a bad job with a cupcake? your wedding cake is not going to be presentable. When you want something done, you go to the best of the best. But the best of the best have to understand the principle of honor. So now your qualifications take you somewhere your giftings never could have taken you. Jesus son of God Mary's baby you know him the one who done all the miracles opened up the eyes of the blind raised the woman's son from death called Lazarus out of the tomb spoke to the winds and the waves and they calmed down that Jesus that's the one stoop At the most rebellious time in life, we get to 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. Don't think that you have an isolated case. We all been through that hell. You want to know why? Because we didn't teach honor correctly. At that very moment when Jesus could have rebelled, at that very moment Jesus had discovered that he knew personally what his father's desires were. And he could run his father's business at 12 years old. He stepped back from facilitating the universe to being a carpenter's son. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so, so you know you're supposed to impact the universe and you come back down to honor and you start building chairs and tables Jesus knew everything else was a guarantee you got to know while you're handling small things that great things because of honor are a guarantee sweating it I'm not worried at all you want to know why I have more life to live and I have not obtained all that the dream of the Lord has promised me uh, Bishop Jakes is one of my mentors I read on uh, I got an email I said he was having service today. So I sent you a text. I said, we having service today in person worship. 
But I couldn't move until what I was subject to moved. Is he my spiritual father? No, my spiritual father is at home to be with the Lord. So, but, but I learned honor while he was alive. As I close, the only people you cannot trust in the earth are those who does not observe honor. They're going to ravish you. They're going to take advantage of you. They're going to rape you because they don't understand honor. They're going to steal from you because they don't understand honor. Those are the people you have to be careful of. So if I see a million dollars sitting on your podium, are you addressing? Because I honor you, I'm going to clean around it. You know what the church needs? The church needs a good dose of honor so men won't have to worry about their wives coming to church without them. Church just needs a good dose of honor. You want to know? So, so that that's Lady Davis won't have to worry about the ladies hugging me as a daughter and not a playmate. All, all it takes is a is a good dose of honor. All it takes, and then everything settles down. Everything, every mind, every heart becomes subtle when honor is there. I don't mind giving a, a key to somebody that I know honors, but I ain't giving no key to somebody that's going to come up in here anytime they want to do and do whatever they want to do and think they run the church and don't even have a key. I don't know what it is exactly that God has on the agenda for your life, but it's great. It's great. And stop playing games with people who have created success in a failing state. I can't go higher, so I'm going to trick somebody and make them think this is success. Father. Today, July the 4th, creates so much honor that an open avenue of wealth flows into the lives of your people, unlike anything that a week to week, a bi weekly paycheck, a monthly paycheck could ever do. Release something in their lives that never runs out. In fact, I decree and declare over Refresh Family Church, Refresh Nation, and friends that you perpetuate in such a way that they know this message triggered something in heaven that released a physical manifestation in the earth. Father, we don't make light of any giftings, any talents, any abilities. We just live honor higher. And because honor is higher, I can take less and do more with it. Father, I decree and declare that you raise up people 
out of nowhere and understand if I honor I'll, I'll never be stopped I'll never be stopped we bless them now in the name of Jesus Amen Amen Myself and the Lord, we were having a conversation the other day. You can go ahead, uh, Sister Junior. Uh, we were having a conversation because he was talking about something he wants to give me that I don't want again. I don't want that. That's too complicated. That's what I'm thinking. That's too complicated. I don't want to. I don't. Been there, done that. I don't want to deal with that anymore. And he starts talking about something I don't want. My understanding can wait, but my obedience cannot. God wants to take you so far. He wants to offer, offer you things you don't want, that you haven't prayed for, that you haven't asked for. But since you know how to handle it, he wants to give it to you. Yeah. More and more. Come on, singers. More and more. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.